These are the perfect 10 crypto projects. These 10 coins provide the perfect risk reward ratio. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to tell you the perfect 10 crypto projects. These 10 coins, all things considered, provide the perfect risk reward ratio. We've looked at adoption, tokenomics, which projects are building, who have marketing budgets. You need to know about these 10. Yeah, so we, we've gone through all the products that we've talked about in the podcast previously, some that you may not have heard so much about. We've looked at partnerships, where they're trading at right now. And if we had to pick 10 between the two of us, if you had a portfolio that only had 10 coins in it, this is it. So make sure you watch this from start to finish because there's some absolute gems here that could go wild during the next bull market. Absolutely. So from a risk reward ratio, like, look, you could have the perfect 10, you know, projects that are, you know, ranked like number 2000 and they could, some of them can go up 20,000%. We've tried to do it so... We have some, you know, higher market cap projects and some lower market cap projects. For sure. So they can rip, but they're, they're pretty safe and they're seeing adoption. So right away, you know, we had the ETH merge coming up. And I think this one is on everybody's watch list. I think everybody knows about them already. And that's Polygonmatic. Yeah. So it's sitting around number 14 in crypto market cap right now. So it's definitely a large cap gem. This, yeah. This is a large cap. You know, they have a $7.8 billion market cap, but they're seeing widespread adoption right? This is one of the projects that has ripped during the relief rally. Yeah. And due in part to the fact that they're seeing adoption and who, who did they get announced to the Disney accelerator program, so right? Yeah, Disney accelerator program. They've partnership with Coca-Cola for NFTs. They were the first blockchain selected for Meta's integration into Instagram. They've been integrated into Adobe's software for artists. They've got partnerships coming out the yin yang mm. and that in combination with the ETH 2.0 merge hype, as Polygon is the layer two scaling solution for Ethereum, has led us to believe that it, Polygon has a very, very bright future. Yeah, even at a $7.8 billion market cap, this is one that could go up to 60, 70, 80 billion plus. Uh, you know, you look at like a product like Solana, you know, that's hacked every week and the market cap that that one has, right? Yeah. So I like the tokenomics on this one. 80% are in circulation. Uh, they also have a burn mechanism, so it's deflationary, uh, making the asset more scarce over time. It's carbon neutral. They're going to carbon negative. Amazing partnerships. It's a layer two that is going to help Ethereum grow in the long term. Yeah, 100%. So I also had Polygonmatic on my list, and the only other project that I had in the top 20. And by the way, we should also kind of just say, if you're going to put a portfolio that has 10 coins in it, we would definitely recommend, or, you know, we would personally have Bitcoin and Ethereum in it. Yeah. But for the purpose of this episode, we just chose to do altcoins other than Ethereum and didn't include Bitcoin because we don't need to talk about Bitcoin. That's right. right. So the only other project that I had in the top 20 for my perfect 10 was Polkadot. Um, I just think that Polkadot, it's not seeing a lot of hype lately. It's still sitting, I think it's sitting, what is it? Uh, it's number 11 right now. 
But we've gone through the, the benefits of Polkadot on the show before, but a quick refresher is they have parachains. So it's specific use case blockchains. So they're not building one blockchain layer one to do everything. They have an ecosystem where certain parachains can be for finance things or certain things can be for privacy or for metaverse or for NFTs. So the parachains, I think it's going to be a very, very interoperable blockchain and they're all going to be able to work together. So I also think that Polkadot is still pre-mass adoption. Even though it has, you know, a big market cap, I think Polkadot has a massive potential for the future. And I always want to have a few large caps in my portfolio. Um, They're obviously less risky than the smaller caps, but I think Polkadot still offers significant upside. And I will say as a partner kind of coin for Polkadot, one that I have talked about in the Discord a lot and on the show is Moonbeam. The token is GLMR, Glimmer. Moonbeam is the smart contract platform for Polkadot. So it's really, in my opinion, once it gets going, will be the key to mass adoption for the Polkadot ecosystem. And one reason I love Moonbeam so much is because it only it only IDO'd kind of late during the bull market. It never pumped because it's still in that token distribution stage. So if you look at the chart, it looks ugly. You know, it's down 98% or whatever. But come the next bull run, when Moonbeam really gets going, integrated with the Polkadot ecosystem, that could be your 50, 100x coin. Yeah, I mean, when a project starts to develop its ecosystem the way it does, and you know, Polkadot being one of the bigger names in the space, I think a lot of people own Dot. Once they start to get these parachains up and running, I think what are they at to like fifteen or so right now, mm-hmm. they still have another eighty some odd slots to be filled. You're gonna just see, you're gonna see some really neat tech and some innovation come through, and I think it's gonna drive that that Dot price up for sure. What do you have next? Um, and I do think it's important to know you made a really good point on a previous podcast about how during a bear market, it's like something to do with the tw- top 20 projects and how they don't actually revisit the top 20 again. Right. What was that that point you made? Yeah, so if you look at the bull, the bull run from 2021, 2017, 2013, the top 20 tends to change 80 to 90% of the tokens. So you can't just pick the top 20 from this year or last year and say, I'll just buy these 10 or these 20. You have to pick a few of those names see the trends and the narratives around them. That's why we only have, you know, Polkadot, Matic, maybe one or two that's more. Yeah. yeah. So because of that reason, that's why Shane and I have not put more projects from the top 20 in our list because there's a higher likelihood that they're going to fall out of the top 20. Yeah. I think the sweet spot for us for these lists has seemed to be, you know, from 40 to a hundred, yeah. you know, those kind of mid caps because those could still have massive potential moving forward. Yeah. So the next one I have on my list here, uh, moving down the list in terms of, market cap or where they're ranked on coin market cap is quant at uh, number 41 uh, i believe it has a 1.5 billion dollar fully diluted market cap with 83 percent of their tokens in circulation this one is you're going to need it for all blockchains that they're going to communicate with one another there's a reason why you have moonbeam and glimmer and all these other projects you're trying to make blockchains interoperable they need to be able to communicate with one another and quant is able to do that and when they're getting government was it was a government contract or they're starting to there's a government released document yeah so there was a a government released document basically previewing how they think governments are going to be using blockchain and quant is built for enterprise it's built for basically government use and when you want something that's going to be interoperable the ability for all blockchains to connect with each other and plus great tokenomics Quant fits right in there. So I have Quant on my list as well as an interoperability play, a connection blockchain play, and something that looks like they already have these partnerships set in place 
for enterprise and government. <clears throat> so it looks like the whole SWIFT like banking system is going to be revamped in November. And there's a standard. It's the ISO 20022 standard. Yep. Uh, basically, it's an international standard for exchanging electronic messages between financial institutions. So that you're going to need to be up to standard for this that when it flips over in November. Quant is one of the few that actually has this ISO standard in place. So it's already lining up to be working with the CBDCs. Yeah, I like it. So I like that. All right. So I'm, it's I, also a blockchain agnostic. Right. Yeah. Because it connects all the blockchains, right? Meaning it's it's a ERC token, but it can actually, if something went down, if Ethereum crashed, it could just move its entire platform onto right. something else. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I also had quant on my list, um, moving a little bit above quant in market cap from my list is a project that if you've been following me, you know, I'm very bullish on it's near protocol. So near protocol is sitting around the 25 mark on coin market cap with a $3.2 billion market cap. The reason why I love near protocol, again, it's a layer one blockchain for me that is still pre mass adoption. But when you look at their technology with sharding, which basically, you know, without getting too technical, it's. It's a different method of building a blockchain, which makes it a little bit more scalable and faster because it breaks the parts and the, the verifications on chain. They also have a massive growth budget for, for their ecosystem for investing into projects, getting developers to build on it. They've been one of the most popular ones for that over the last six to 12 months. And their, their uh, technology is now being integrated with other chains. So like Ethereum or Bitcoin, these different chains can now use, take advantage of the sharding of your protocol to kind of become interoperable with them. And I'm always looking for these layer ones. Like we saw with Solana during the last bull run. The reason that they did so well is because they saw adoption. There was tons of play to earn games being built on Solana, tons of NFTs. That's what drove that token price from mm. three to 250 or whatever, right? So for the next bull run, I'm looking for the layer ones that might experience that same mass adoption hype and see that token go 100X. So that's why I see Polkadot still mass, pre-mass adoption. Near protocol, amazing technology, still pre-mass adoption. So that's why it's firmly on my list. Yeah, and every it's funny. Eh? Every time you near goes through the, these huge spikes in price too. There's yeah. something going on there. Yeah. I love that. I think it's one. You've been on that these guys for like over a year now. Yeah, definitely a top project for sure. Um, so I'm an HBAR guy. I'm a Hedera Hashgraph. Absolutely love the project. I know you know it's sitting around six or seven cents at the moment. Traded at a previous high of around fifty cents or so. Yeah, number 40 ranked on CoinMarketCap. Number 40 with a $3.3 billion uh, valuation. And 42% of their tokens are currently in circulation. So about half. What I love about HBAR is, and this is something, we focus on this with every single project. And that's the ones that are building. You don't see a ton of marketing when it comes to Hedera Hashgraph. They are developing their ecosystem. They're growing it out. Their governing council has the biggest names in the space and you know, Google, IBM, Boeing, all, the, all these big projects, <clears throat> sorry, companies. But what I find fascinating about that is the fact that they act as like a sales team, you know? So if Google had, if Google's using the Hashgraph platform and they have 4,000 companies below it and Google's already integrating it, it's such an easy integration for other companies to start using because the top dogs are already using it. So I see it as a sales team, a massive sales team. Yeah, I have also have Hedera Hashgraph on my list. And other than the points that Josh made about it, the things that I like is they have a Hashgraph technology. So it's different than blockchain. It's, you know, eventually when it really gets going, it's meant to be faster, more scalable, more environmentally friendly. 
And here's the best part. It's patented by Hedera. So they're, they will be the only ones that will be able to use this technology for the first while. And when you combine that with the fact they have all these massive corporations on board the governing council, they've started the project a little bit more centralized than most blockchains because they've got these this governing council. But they're doing that to make sure that the building, it doesn't go too fast. It's everything's, you know, they're dotting their I's and crossing their T's, right? And when you see projects that don't necessarily do that, cough, Solana, things can go poorly. A lot of hacks, all that kind of stuff. So I think HBAR is building the right way. Hashgraph technology, great companies in the background. So yeah, for me, it's, it's 100% going to be on my perfect 10 list as well. And the great thing about their governing council, there's 39 different companies. If by chance, you know, they have, sorry, they have, each company comes from a different sector. So they'll have somebody from, you know, the aviation sector, they'll have somebody from the gaming sector. So they're getting feedback from all these different sectors and growing this ecosystem with all things in mind, not just a giant gaming company and that's it. Because you can be become very one-sided. So... And when it comes down to the decentralization, a lot of people like to knock it because they have these big companies. They are decentralized because they have distributed consensus so that collusion and manipulation becomes mathematically improbable. Of the 39 companies that they have, yep. each one has a percentage of a vote. So you can't you can't manipulate it. Yeah, no, it's, it's so great. So it's decentralized. I love it. All right. So next I have, let's see, going down the list here, HBAR Quant. Next I have is Mina Protocol. Now, this is a project that we've been talking about, talking about quite a bit lately. Um, it's number 80 on CoinMarketCap with a current market, market cap of $470 million. Um, I think when you look into what Mina Protocol is doing, they've got a lot of amazing technology built into one platform. So not only is it a layer one, it's an oracle. And it also is an interoperability play. It's the lightest blockchain in the world with a fixed size of 22 kilobytes, whereas most other blockchains are 300 gigabytes and growing. So right away, it's very scalable. It's very environmentally friendly, which is always a tick for us. And because they, I mean, at, on the surface, it might say, well, they're doing too many things at once. But when you look into the way their, their technology is built with these ZK MASH rollups, it, it gets quite technical, but... When you look at potential use cases for what Mina has between their layer one plus their Oracle feeding real world data onto the blockchain, plus providing that single use login, kind of like MetaMask, but for, for cross chains, I mean, Mina's got a lot of cool things going for it. And it still really hasn't pumped because it launched during the bull run, saw the token distribution for next bull run. This thing could go wild. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for the next Solana or Ethereum, you know, one of those other layer ones that have you know, took it along for a long period of time before seeing that massive spike because there is some inflationary aspects to it, but it's to reward the validators. This is one of the only protocols that connects to any website. And when you're looking to utility and the size of it, you can start to app, you can start to access these websites via your phone. So I look to the utility aspect and it's so easy. This is going to lead to widespread ado adoption. And to your point, they're using something called ZK Snarks. And that allows for maximized scalability, meaning it'll never go past the size of the 22 kilobytes, the size of the blockchain that it is. And we, we touched about this example uh, when talking about Mina before. It was the proof of data, right? Mm. So you had that example you talked about where it was, say you're applying for a mortgage and you don't want you know, all your personal data, your, that things that make up your mortgage score to be you know, viewable by third parties, but you just want the score. The proof of the data, that's Ex right. Exactly. So... 
When we talk about privacy being a theme that we think is going to be trending for the next bull run, Mina also fits in with that because they're keeping your data private while showing the third parties all they need to know about that. So whether it be something healthcare related or mortgage related, Mina has that privacy enabled aspect of their chain, which I think is going to be a massive factor. That's great because you're just getting the green check, right? You're not say, you're not getting somebody reviewing your document and be like, oh, you're this ethnicity or you're this age. It's just like, all right, you meet the criteria. Yep, so 100%. it's excellent for that. Uh, so I had that one on my list as well. Uh, another one I have on my list is basic attention token for the Brave browser. Um, they're sitting number 70 with a $500 million market cap. 100% of their tokens are released. I like that. So yep. there's no more tokens being distributed. The reason I like this so much is that the entire world already uses browsers. This is easy for adoption. You know, I think when I walked in here, you already had it on your screen, right? Yep. At the bottom of your computer there. This is the first crypto project to have a, a million users. They had their ICO sellout in 30 seconds with 35 mil. Mm. The creator of the Brave browser, um, their CEO also created JavaScript, which is used for every website. So he's also created Mozilla Firefox. So he's built platforms that are built to last. So I like, I like all these aspects. I like the fact that it's faster than regular browsers hack mitigation, you get paid to watch ads. Their monthly active users has gone from 2 million up to 55 million over the course of a few years. So the adoption is occurring. I think it's just a matter of time before this one skyrockets. Yeah, when you look at mass adoption, an internet browser is something that everyone already uses. So for people that are new to crypto, new to Web3, you know, NFTs, they don't quite get it. Getting people off Google Chrome or Safari or Edge or whatever you're using and onto Brave browser and then eventually integrating with the basic attention token seems like a pretty easy win. It's a great way for people to enter the world of Web3 and crypto just by changing browsers. And when you look at something that's potentially faster than the alternative and integrates easier with a lot of crypto and Web3 enabled websites, I think the, the Brave browser, I mean, I use it for certain things because it has all these integrations that Chrome and Firefox don't necessarily have. Mm. So when I think it finds that, you know, that real mass adoption, the basic attention token could yeah really rip. Especially because all the tokens are released. So yep. I really like this one. And you're going after a billion dollar advertising industry. You know, you're paid to watch ads. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise they're blocked. So awesome. every, everybody wins. All right. So now moving down my list, um, we have, what are we at? Uh, one, 106 ranked. Um, it's one of our favorite projects. It's, a, it's also an official channel partner for Beanstalk. It's Kyber Network. Mm. Um, so, you know, you've definitely heard us talk about these guys before in the discord, on our socials, on the show. This is the number one DEX aggregator in crypto, right? So they're using, they're taking all the decentralized exchanges, whether it be Uniswap, SushiSwap, PancakeSwap, whatever, and they're putting it all into one amazing product. The user experience that you have while using KyberSwap to trade tokens cross chain on like 11 different chains plus more coming is much, much better than you'll have on any other website that I've used. Um, so for me, I'd like to have an exchange in my Perfect 10 portfolio. And rather than choosing one of these decentralized exchanges, I'm going to default to the number one aggregator. Just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you look at Uniswap and, and PancakeSwap, what their market caps are, it's freaking ridiculous. Whereas this one has a $300 million market cap, but it has the liquidity from 60 different DEXs across 12 different chains. And... What we were discussing before this podcast, we were kind of, we were, you know, just investigating what what tokens are doing what, where the volume's coming from. They have this really cool feature of trending now 
or trending soon. Mm -hmm. So you can start to identify projects before they start pumping. And then you don't have to go into Uniswap afterwards and then CoinMarketCap to check the chart. You can do it all right from the platform. You can literally just click a button and then buy it. Yeah, so not only is it a decentralized exchange which combines all the chains, it has this TrueSight technology which allows you to identify projects that are doing well and then it shows you which chain they're on and then it allows you to buy the project right from the website, checking the charts and comparing it to competitors and everything. So if you want an all-in-one exchange platform for crypto, KyberSwap is probably the best one and that's why their KNC token is definitely in both of our Perfect 10 portfolios. Yeah, and they just had a recent integration with Chainlink for highly accurate market data for price feeds. In addition to, and I haven't seen a lot of other projects do this, the Brave Wallet integration. So we just mm. talked about the Brave Browser basic attention token, the last uh, pick. Yep. They c- you can now access KNC through that. So Love it. Really cool stuff going on over there. All right, who's next on your list? Uh, next one I have, and this is one that pumped really hard during uh, the more recent relief rally, and that's Oasis Network, Rose. Yep. You know, I think security, privacy is going to be the next up-and-coming sector that is really going to see a pump in the next bull market. So there's, there's a number of different things I like. So this, this is a privacy-enabled layer one pioneering the next gen of decentralized data protocols. This means that users... so it gives people control over their own data. So when you access a website, normally you'll log in as, you know, John Smith, it'll collect your information, how old you are and all this stuff. And then it'll go to a third party and they'll start selling your data and making monetizing your data for you. Whereas in this case, you can tokenize your data and you can start profiting from who you actually are as a human being. So I really like that. Um, Digging into them, Back in 2020, I believe they, ha- they partnered with 25 top universities to further enable its mission to build a responsible data economy. So they have Berkeley, Oxford, Cambridge, all the top minds in the world are coming together to help support this network and run nodes. I thought that was really fascinating. In addition to the recent partnerships, um, so they have, they just partnered with Meta, Facebook for, um, was it securing computing tech, tech and AI? Yeah, so they're, they're, basically putting a privacy layer up on users' data, which goes back to the tokenization of data, right? So they're allowing people to uh, fill out surveys on Instagram or Facebook while not revealing certain parts of their identity, but only gathering the necessary tools and also preventing it from being sold to third parties if the users don't want that. That's so right. it's, it's creating that ownership of data, which is something we've touched on many times. So the fact that they're, they're or, this is seeing massive widespread adoption with a market cap of only 600 mil, you know, and they've already done some work with BMW Group. Uh, I know the uh, Google Cloud platform has brought its confidential computing products to Oasis as well. So you got Google, BMW, Binance, and Meta. Very large companies, very small market cap. I think security and data protection is going to be one of the leading yeah, sectors yeah. to blow. 100%. And so I, I didn't have Oasis Network on my uh, perfect tent, but I did have a similar project. So it's a good segue into that, which is Secret Network. So this is another one that I've been talking about for the past while. Again, it goes with our privacy being one of the trends for the next bull run. Uh, Secret has a bit of a smaller market cap compared to Oasis. So it's sitting around 193 mil. It's around 140 ranked on CoinMarketCap. So it's more towards the smaller mid caps. Um, But again, it's a privacy enabled blockchain. It allows for private data such as healthcare or finance or anything about yourself to be put on chain. And for all the same reasons that Josh just said, and we've discussed many times, 
Privacy will be one of the trends for the next bull run. So I'm looking for the blockchains that are going to allow enterprises and commercial, you know, units to build these private chains because blockchains are, are public right now, most of them. But a lot of this data that's going on there cannot be public if it's going to be used for healthcare or mortgages. All, you know, you don't want people knowing this about you. You don't, you can't have people going on Etherscan and looking on these blockchains to find your data. That's why we need these privacy enabled blockchains. So I think Oasis Network is a great pick, but personally, I'm going with a slightly smaller cap version, which is Secret Network. Yeah, both are absolute gems. So the next one uh, I'm looking at, I, w- I really want to find like the ne- for anybody who's missed out on the Solana or the Ethereum, one of those layer ones. You know, we already s- discussed Mina, but I want to have another one in my back pocket. Um, so I have Casper Labs, and this is only a $300 million market cap, sitting at number 150. This claims to have solved the scalability blockchain trilemma so it's decentralized it's secure it's also scalable but what i think sets these guys apart from a lot of the others is their future-proof contracts their upgradable smart contracts so as we know technology changes the blockchain changes there's a ton of different new project coming out every single year and you need to be agile and when you're built for enterprises and you can be a consumer, a business consumer, and you can put faith that, okay, well, if blockchain technology is changing so quickly, I want to ensure that I can keep up with the times. Casper Labs allows this to happen. Yeah, so this is a huge thing. and I, I think we can't drive this point home enough, and it's the reason why I also have Casper on my list. The ability to change smart contracts after they've been deployed is a game changer. Mm. Not only for these smaller projects, you know, NFTs and games and stuff, but for when, when commercial enterprises are coming and building blockchain versions of their platforms, you know, we're talking about multi-billion dollar companies handling money or data from millions and millions of people. If they need to make a change to their smart contract or there's a vulnerability or a hack, they need to be able to change that smart contract in real time rather than taking it down, having, you know, days of downtime like Solana or something has had, and then all these people can't access whatever they need to do on the blockchain. It has to be able to be done in real time. You know, when you look at outages for corporations, these things can cost them billions of dollars and millions of customers. So the ability to change a smart contract in real time, which I, I believe Casper is the only one doing this. Mm. For me, that's like, yeah, massive. Yeah. So if you're looking for the next Solana, the next Ethereum, you know, one of those ones that could really do a 200X, this, this one has to be on the list. And one of the reasons, again, why I have this token on my list is the chart looks like a, a one that I talked about earlier, which is Moonbeam. Mm. You know, it only IDO'd. It, d- it didn't really get that hype during this bull run. So if you look at the chart, it's 98% down. That's great. So I, I want to buy low and sell high. Yeah. So this thing has not had a hype run yet. It has never pumped. And so I'm looking for next bull run, Casper could pump. And it seems like it doesn't get any coverage. Like I never see anybody talking about no, it. No, that's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're getting down to the bottom of my list now. I just have one more name to mention. It's definitely a much smaller market cap than the rest of the projects on my top 10 list, but I want to have like a more small mid-cap one in there. We have talked about this one before. It's Constellation. Mm. So the token is DAG. The reason which I like Constellation is it's kind of like Quant. It's, it's an interoperability, a connectivity play. It claims to be a layer zero blockchain, using, uh, it's kind of like Hedera Hashgraph. They use Hypergraph, which is not Hashgraph, but it's Hypergraph, it's different. But it claims to provide infinite scalability. They're already partnered with the US Air Force along with a bunch of other enterprises. So again, this is one of these enterprise-built blockchains. 
connecting everyone. And everyone can come in, build on their layer zero blockchain, which is built specifically for processing big data. So they're aiming, they're really selling themselves towards big corporations, enterprises, and I, I got to have a bunch of these in my top 10. The names on that list, uh, I've seen it before. It's where, where they are with the U.S. Air Force. Uh, they also have like Homeland Security on there. They have um, Australia's National Defense Corps. The fact that you have DAG on, on there, and that's the one who's going to be transferring the data amongst, we're talking Homeland Security. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're talking military stuff. The fact that they're putting their faith and the trust into this ecosystem or this platform says a lot. Yeah, I mean, the, again, it's one of these like unique blockchains. I'm just going to look up the uh, the market cap, but it's different than what, what a lot of people are doing. It's not like your typical layer one, which is built for X, built for Y. Yeah. Um, the fully diluted market cap is still under 300 million, and the current market cap is only 100 million. So the, only, the circulating supply is only 34%, so that's why it's still sitting at a pretty small market cap. Um, but when you look at something that's built for big data, built for enterprise, already has these huge partnerships in place, Another thing I should mention is the community mm. for Constellation DAG is one of the best I've ever seen. If you ever tweet about, uh, if you tag Constellation or use the ticker symbol in your tweets, you're going to get tons of engagement. It's just they have a very passionate community and that can drive the hype of a token sure. and also continue to like, you know, it's organic marketing having that community because they're telling everyone about it all the time. Yeah, I find Mina is a lot like that too, eh? Yeah, great community for yeah. sure. You need it. Okay, so I got a couple, couple more on my list here. This one is more for the creators. You know, you and I are content creators, so I have a bit of a soft spot for this. Just saw Andrew Tate get banned from Instagram and Facebook. You know, I have my own opinions on the guy, but also the stuff that we deal with on TikTok, you know, in, in terms of you can only say X these words and you get your account banned and all this shit. Yeah. Fucking hate it. Yeah. So it's brutal. I'm really looking forward to the day that, you know, one of these other platforms can take down and get this mass adoption to the social media space. So I have Deso and XCAD. They're slightly different. So Deso is sitting at number 367, XCAD at 363. Deso's market cap is 66 mil, whereas XCAD's fully di diluted market cap is 360 mil. Deso's circulating supply is, this is why it was so hard for me to choose between the two, but I am, a, you know, for the creators. Deso's 90% of their tokens are in circulation, whereas XCAD's at only 13%. Right. So it was really tough to choose between the two. Deso's trying to like overtake Instagram and Facebook and, you know, be the, you have to try to bring everybody over from these other platforms. That's really, really hard. Yeah. I love what Deso's doing. They're basically trying to build web three versions of all these web two social media apps. Yeah. So they have the diamond app, which is the web three version of Twitter. They have something called Pearl, which is going to be the web three version of Instagram. And when you post as a creator, you get paid out in these tokens. So, you know, Josh and I went on to Diamond App and we started tweeting there or whatever it's called. And we were, you know, rewarded with these tokens. We're actually making real money for sharing our content on their platforms. So it's flipped that business model from TikTok owns your content, Twitter owns your content, and you barely get, you know, monetized directly from the platform. Whereas now you're incentivized to post on DSO because you make money from it. And if you come up with a really cool post or a picture or a thought, you're actually making money from that directly and in real time. Immediately. So I, I love that about it. And there's no, none of this because it's decentralized. There's no fear of what words you say. And then all of a sudden the platform is going to take down your content. So we already have a hard enough time as it is coming up with the content to have to think about the words you're going to use as well. A bit frustrating. 
The reason I have XCAD in there as well is it's just a simple plugin to YouTube. You know, going back to HBAR and I see, you know, their sales team. Think about when you have thousands of content creators on YouTube and they can create their own token. That's a sales team right there. They're going to be start spreading the word of XCAD. Yeah. You know, and that, that one's been ripping lately too. And 100%. it's looking pretty good. Yep. So yeah, I got these two decentralized social type of media plays for the content creators. Because we haven't seen that one pump either. Yeah, for sure. That was that was another theme that we said was going to pump for the next bull run is decentralized social tokens. Yeah. And the last one here I have on my list at number 746, need to put a, a real small cap gem in this list um, because it's all things considered, high risk, high reward, is the fact that there's been $2 billion worth of hacks already this year, an increase of 60%, which is absolutely insane because crypto is just dealing with money. How, how do these guys not have hack mitigation in place already. Mm. And one of the best platforms I'm able to find was Lossless. So this is sitting at number 746, 20 mil market cap, 56% of tokens in distribution. This is a hack mitigation in real time, you know, guaranteeing investor confidence. This is what's going to bring trust to Web3. You know, this is what you want to see. I've seen their holders this year go from 3,600 up to 5,000. So they're seeing that growth. Um, and the great thing about it is if you're a platform and you're use, utilizing lossless to prevent the hack mitigation in real time, if you're a business, you only pay a fee on how much they saved you, right? So I think, it, I think it's amazing. It's malicious transaction freezing and they return the stolen funds to the true owners as well. So whatever it gets saved, it gets sent right back to the, to the holders. Yeah, lossless is a, is a project that we've definitely talked about over the past year. Um, it's still got a tiny market cap. Uh, it was launched by Dowmaker, so you know it's, it's definitely legit. Um, and it fits in with that privacy, security, that whole theme that we've been talking about for the last several months. Um, and we've seen the number of hacks is only increasing and will continue to increase because the world is fucking filled with scammers. Mm. And for a project that has such a small market cap with great technology and an amazing use case, I think Lossus is a great spot, a great pick for, for one of these lists. Just that last, you know, round off the top 10, yep. something with a low cap that, you know, should, should at least be at a 200 mil. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's stop. Let's start stopping these hack mitigation. Let's, yeah, you know. So I don't have this other one on my list, but I just want to go for a small cap for a shout out. There's a a, a project which could actually eventually be the the Web three entertainment hub, which is called Hello. Mm. Um, you might know it as the new version of Doge Dash, a project that we used to talk about all the time. Well, they're going to be revamping. They're going to be called Hello. It's a super small cap gem, but. I wouldn't sleep on that one either. That is a great pick. Yeah, for sure. We'll I have mean, to cover that one a bit further in the future. Absolutely. So I think, look, go through this episode, write these names down on your watch list, put the themes down, you know, look into the, the technology, the teams, the partnerships. I think between Josh and I, we maybe we talked about 10 to 15 projects on this episode, but this really is the perfect 10. It really is. Hey, make sure you guys tune into the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. views expressed by speakers on the bean pod are solely their opinions you should not treat any opinion expressed on the bean pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy but only as an expression of their opinion this podcast is for informational purposes only